0: this is the greatest hour to follow Jesus you know his name is much more than a postage stamp that gets our prayer to heaven it's to stand in his stead with him the moment my heart says I have come to be with you Jesus goes oh I'm coming and I'm not just coming I'm coming really close I'm coming to be in the midst of you do you know what that means it means he's closer right now listen he's closer right now than the person next to you just nudge him he's way closer in fact He's, look, 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 look this way he's, he's way closer than the shirt you're wearing <laughs> he's way closer than the hair on your head he's in the midst of you which means this he is more real to you than the air you're breathing and when he's in the midst he becomes the life of your being And the Jesus in me begins to impact the Jesus in you. And all of the sudden, as I give Him my attention, His presence drips out of me and into you and out of you, back into me, and out of me, into you, and Jesus becomes the one we gather for, whose name we gather in. You say, why is that important? If He's in you, if He's on you and if he's among us nothing is impossible nothing nothing is impossible you say well how will this change things how will this change things Uh, I need help to say this the right way he is looking for company He is looking for friendship. He is looking for lovers. Now tomorrow night I'm going to preach more than I teach. And we're going to release the power of God and see miracles. But Todd asked me to by the spirit provoke you to go after. This is my question. How much closer can he get to you than in you? Can I say that again? Well, let me say it from the positive sense. <laughs> close. In is really close. So, nobody, no believer will stand before the Lord and say, you were just a little too far away. Where does Jesus live? Say in my heart. What does Matthew 5 say about the heart? Blessed are what? The pure in... What's the promise? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see... Where does he live? Say in my heart. What do you see him with? Can I... Let me do that again. He lives in my heart... I see him with my heart. He's closer than point blank range. He's right there. And we're blind. You know why this is important? Because it'll keep you from selling out. How many many of you are in like Full time. I know you're all full time ministers, but how many of you actually like are on staff somewhere? Or you run an organization. Okay. How many? Okay. How many of you are in a public ministry setting? All right. If the devil knows you won't become a Judas, he will settle for a Martha. Martha. I know we give Martha a bad rap. She was great. She just wasn't married. But but listen, listen, she's probably in heaven going, Dude, throw me a bum. <laughs> Come on. If he knows you won't become a Judas, he will settle for Martha. I mean you can get online these days, you can copy people's sermons. You can adapt lingo and have no encounter. So you call him Papa, but you don't sit with him. You say I'm a son, but you never say father. Can I go here? So you talk about sonship, but you never talk to your father. So my kids don't walk around my kitchen going, I am Michael's son. I am Michael's son. I am Michael's son. Finally, I go, I know you are. Talk to me. I want you to know that you're my son, but the whole point of that is so that you can touch me. And it's that touch, it's that relationship that keeps us from selling out to lesser lovers. It's that type of relationship that keeps us from craving opportunity more than His presence. And God wants to kill that entire need to be noticed. That entire need to stand on one of these platforms. That entire need to make sure people know you, so you've viewed on social media, people know what you're doing. God wants to absolutely murder that thing. He wants to kill it so that you'll become true. Listen. He wants to kill it so that you'll become more true, more authentic, more genuinely in love with Jesus so that you can experience more spirit in your life spirit and truth always go hand in hand and it takes the spirit to murder that garbage so if the Lord says don't go there don't go on television and you you don't even have to ask why but maybe he doesn't go on television because he wants you to lock up in the secret place for two days you willing to do it? Do you know every yes is a no by default and every no is a yes by default? If I say yes to you, I'm saying no to something or somebody else. So when he becomes a priority, all of a sudden, you are not for sale. And the devil starts coming back at a more opportune time. And I'll tell you when that opportune time is. Usually when you run yourself into the ground. So guys, being with Jesus and loving him is not a means to a greater destination. I can feel it in my gut, man. I can feel it in my spirit. Some of you are like, I want to be with Jesus so I can heal the sick. And Jesus is like... Homie, you don't heal the sick. You think you do. It's me healing the sick through your body. So love is not a means to work. Love is the point. So when a sick man walks by me, all of the sudden, I understand this, that my love walk is demanding obedience if I want to continue to feel and express and walk in the love of Jesus, I learned that obedience gives me more of that love. Now my fuel is not your attention. My fuel is his love. And every time you say no to something else and say yes to him, he gets all crazy inside. His heart starts moving. It's like, like a what time did it be done, Tom? 4.20, okay. So uh, before, I think I don't even think our 501c3 was approved yet. Um, it was a really difficult time. My in-laws had walked through a divorce. It was very public. I lost most of my friends in the ministry. Nobody would have me preach. This would have been 2010. And I just had a jug of water and this Bible. Right here, this one. That's why I love this thing. Because there's tears in there. I love this specific Bible so nobody would really want me occasionally I would get invited to a home group meeting um, or a women's aglow meeting if you can picture that hey, women's aglow are you here God, I love you guys so they were like the, the only ones and I'd sit in the women's aglow meetings and I was like the youngest person by like 50 years in most of those meetings and the only guy but they wanted me and so they they'd have me in and we'd eat at Marie Calendars, and eat pie. And I would just teach whatever the Lord was giving me. So occasionally, like a storefront church, like I said, or a family member would have me in. Nobody would have me in. But I'd go into my room, shut the door with a jug of water. And I, and I would go on these extended fasts. And I would just open my Bible and I would say, Lord, I've got to have you. I've got to have you. I've got to have you just because You're wonderful. I don't have to have you so that you can give me a platform. I just have to have you. You're the bread of life. So I have to have you. If I don't have you, I can't exist. Because you are the bread, the bread, the bread of life. You are the bread of God, Jesus said. Who comes down from heaven and gives life to all who eat of him. Are you hearing that language? So I would sit there like a hungry kid and he would feed me. Just feed me of himself. And I'd find, oh, okay. And he began to kill things. He began to kill desires. Begin to kill certain ambitions. When God gets to your motives, something's happening to you. Man, there's a place of holiness that God is trying to take us to. Where we allow the x-ray of heaven to reveal why we're doing what we're doing. Are you hearing me? Why you're cracking open the word? Why you're leading people to Jesus? Why you planted that church? Why you post stuff on social media? God wants access to the motive. He knows why every every offering tray has been passed. He knows why every phone call has been made if you really love that person or you're seeing through them to use them as a stepping stone to get to someone else. God sees it all. We don't think he does. We, don't, we, we think he's blind. The scripture says, has he who formed the eye, can he not see you? Oh, he sees it. He sees every bit of it. Has he who planted the ear, the Bible says, can't he hear you? So God begins to dive into the depths of why we do stuff. And that's, I'll tell you where that happens. That arena, that, that gladiator arena is right there in the secret place because in the secret place you're not evangelist Michael you're not apostle whoever you're not great church planter you're just you and that's where the motives start to come to the surface and Jesus goes can I have that he won't he's not, you know he's not an assassin he's not just gonna murder it without your permission he wants it you say oh yeah you can have that can I have that thought yeah sure Lord you can have that thought and then he goes a little deeper Listen, Th- then he goes a little deeper and says stuff like this can I have that thing he, I gave you can, can I have that ministry back can I have that conference back Can I have my money back? Can I have that relationship back? Can I, can I have your schedule back? And you say, "Well, but, but hold on. You gave it to me. And he says, I know. That's why I can ask for it back. Can I have it? That's a deep holy place. Yeah. You say, well, how, why can he do that? Didn't he do it to Abraham? Isaac was a miracle baby. And the Lord said, Give me that miracle back. See, it's, it's easier to give him the weight of our filth because nobody likes condemnation, nobody likes shame. Nobody likes walking into these meetings and being bound to pornography tonight. Nobody likes that feeling. Nobody wants to pastor a church and they can't control their body on websites. And you can be free of that tonight too. You can be free of that right now. You can be free. What I'm saying is no one likes that stuff, the chains that that sit on you like weights. and, And so we throw them at Jesus. Hopefully we do. We throw them down at his feet and we go, no, no, just take this. This is disgusting I don't want it. I feel guilty. I can't approach you. Take my sin. Just take my filth. And he does gladly. He just takes it because Savior's safe. said, Savior's save. That's who they, that's what, that's what he does. But as you sit with him, he goes, now I want that, that thing you love. I want that back. And he knows how to press the button. And just before he asked, you thought, I'm so yielded. I'm the next Catherine Kuhlman. I have died a thousand deaths. I'm so yielded. I feel the flow of the Holy God's calling. I feel the flow of the Holy Spirit. And God goes, oh... Give me that back. And the child in you, that first love child goes, I miss. I miss sitting at your feet. I miss when it was just you and me. The devil goes, That was for then. You're kind of a big deal now. God's doing all kinds of stuff. And without you knowing, you've gone from Mary to Martha. I was sitting on the front row. Jesus Houston last week standing there worshiping upper room was leading and I heard the Holy Spirit go I want these back these are great can I have them can I have it all The thought of robotic, automated ministry that seems to work on its own makes me want to throw up. Makes me want to puke. I'd rather go back to playing golf and catching largemouth bass than to build in the flesh. I looked at my buddy Mike Miller. I said, God wants these back. What's that mean? it means whether he says do 20 next year or none take it Lord whatever you birth in your flesh you'll have to keep alive by the flesh but if it's been birthed by the spirit your only hope of lasting and finishing well is the spirit and here's the deal Jesus sees fruit in all of our lives. And we're, whoa, 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 look. And we call it momentum. Leaders get around you, look at your momentum. They're like, oh, what does that mean? (laughs) My friend Daniel Kalenda said, who cares about momentum if you're headed into a tree? And so the Lord, you... Am I talking to anybody? Or am I just nuts? It's good for me. Yeah. We've all got these Isaacs. Huh? So the Lord. The Lord says, I love the fruit. Because I love it, I'm going to have to prune that thing. And so you go, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, just prune it. Yeah, I like that concept. Prune it. And the Lord goes, you you don't understand how pruning works. If I'm going to prune it, I'll need to grab that thing. It'll have to be in my hand. So I need you to give it back to me. Why? And you give it back to him. And the Lord goes, trims that thing back and all of a sudden you feel him cutting away at what he gave you but he's got something in mind more fruit and more pure fruit listen god's covenant with abraham was not isaac I should say it like this God's reward to Abraham was not Isaac God's reward was himself he said I am your exceeding and great reward yeah the moment he said that to Isaac God would not allow Isaac to take his place because he knew had Abraham loved Isaac more than him Isaac would have become the root of his demise. Now I'm not telling you to shut down all your ministries. (laughs) I don't want to be responsible for that. I am telling you this. Full surrender this week. Full surrender. If there's any flesh, if there's any, if there's, if there are any tares in the wheat field, this week... We, we're going to say, Lord, up, uproot these things. Let your holy fire come and burn away the chaff. I want you to make me pure. Burn all the dross out. Clarify the gold in my heart until it's transparent so that they can see through me and look at your face. That kind of language. We're going to give Jesus back everything. The bad, the good, everything in between. And we're going to say, Jesus, just touch me. Do something in me. You can have me back. No, no. Pray for you in a moment. I just want to read this to you. It's John. It's out of the Passion Translation. I finally got there. Verse thirty-eight. The Bible says, "Pilate, listen, listen. Just look at me. Don't, don't, don't turn there." Pilate looked at Jesus and said. What is truth? You remember that dialogue? How many of you remember that dialogue? Say yes. Listen to this next verse. As silence filled the room, Pilate went back out to where the Jewish leaders were waiting and said to them, he's not guilty. I want you to see the picture here. Jesus is standing there bloodied, broken, beaten the God made man made flesh literally standing in front of Pilate I mean completely battered and Pilate tells asks Jesus what is truth and the Bible says Jesus just stands there because silence filled the room I'm going to say that again I want you to get the picture Pilate says what is truth and Jesus does this. It wasn't this and let me tell you something. Or this and the next great book. Or this and this concept. It was just this. Nothing Jesus could have said in the moment could have more properly and truthfully represented truth than just Jesus standing there so heaven's taking this bow right now at all of our hearts and he's firing these bows at the lies firing these arrows at the lies in our hearts that say Jesus is not enough oh he's enough he's enough if he was enough for the father he's enough for us he's enough for us why don't you stand to your feet stand to your feet stand to your feet oh, Lord Jesus you know Todd I, I, when I was driving here I really felt that fear of the Lord thing is he here? Probably had to go I really felt the fear of the Lord thing strong So, we've got about a uh, ten minutes, I think. Am I? How's my time going? I, I reset my watch back there. Am I good? Okay. The presence of the Lord is both the X-ray and the cure. I'll say it again: the presence of Jesus. Is the x-ray and the cure. It's the diagnostic and the remedy. It's the MRI and the surgery. In other words, I don't know what I have to give him until I'm with him. And then I need him to take it. So I need him to know what's wrong and I need him to fix what's wrong. I need him to tell me what I'm holding on to, and I need him to take away what I'm holding on to. That has been designed that way for a reason, dependency. That's why he said, without me you can do nothing. You don't even know what's wrong. And so the Bible says, you alone know the hearts of men, O Lord. I can't even figure myself out. I need you to tell me what's wrong so that you can take it away. So right now, I just, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to do an altar call. I just want you to close your eyes. And I, I want you to, I feel this from the Spirit, I want you to let the, the fear of the Lord, Holy Spirit, Release the spirit of the fear of the Lord here. Go deep. Go into the depths of our souls, into the depths of our hearts. You can you can have every square inch of us and reveal what we need to lay down. Reveal it, Lord. Just say that to Him like a little child right now. Say, Holy Spirit, what do you want? what's there what's there mm. thank you Father yes Lord I want every pastor who feels the Lord speaking to them we've got five minutes I want you to, I want you to run forward if you feel the arm of the flesh fighting your soul, I want you to come forward. Every pastor, every pastor. If you feel like you're building, and there's this war in you. It's the advice of people. It's perceived wisdom. It's uh, it's it's the ways of the world creeping into your thought process, to to your staff meetings. I'm telling you, God's hitting at something here. To your staff meetings. You can be a missionary, an evangelist, whatever. Yeah, If you're a ministry leader, you feel this. If God's given you an organization, you might be a missionary on the field. And you've just just been embracing mixture, and you know it. It's it's not where it used to be. It's It's not that pure, I just want to love you, Lord, and let you build the house. If that thing is lifted, I want you to come. Look at this. So wonderful, so wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Can I? Just, I'm going to chip away at this thing really directly because a lot of it's demonic. If you've replaced the move and presence of the Holy Spirit. With church growth recipes, get down here, and you know you have you have it. You started in the spirit, and now you're building with the flesh. That's so great. This is so wonderful, guys. guys, this right here, this could impact millions of people. Just right here, just this these these leaders right here, this could impact millions and millions of people. So so p- please hear me those of you who have come forward and everyone else look at, l- l- just look into my eyes it's a lie from the pit of hell that miracles are not for Sunday mornings that's a lie from the pit of hell visitors would appreciate getting their family member back instead of being buried early because of stage 4 cancer much more than a muffin and a welcome packet okay that is a lie from the pit of hell number two Number two, discipling people is much more than putting them through some track and a dry erase board. Okay? And I feel something on this. It's much, much, much deeper. Okay? It's, it's you teaching them to commune with the Lord and then giving them your life. That's why the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. Discipleship 101. Connect me with the living God. Number three. Today, oh yeah. Today the spirit of the fear of the Lord is going to hit you and you'll never bow to the spirit of the fear of man again. It's a devil. The fear of man is a lying, robbing devil. You say, you say, I'm going to lose my church. I have good news for you. It's not your church. It's not yours. Okay. You don't own it. And nobody can steal your church because it's not your church. You say, my board will leave. If your board leaves because the Holy Spirit comes, it's a great exchange. Take the deal. Just take the deal. Take it every time. You say, "I uh, I might lose my crowd. I might lose my crowd. Welcome to the club. Jesus lost his. Now, lastly, Paul said something regarding purity. Paul said... I betrothed you to the church I betrothed you as a chaste virgin unto one faithful husband I betrothed you to the Lord as a chaste virgin as though you have never been with the world I gave you to Jesus because you two are married But I fear that as the serpent deceived Eve see God gave us the blueprint how will he deceive us or the church as the serpent deceived Eve just get her to look away from the tree of life who is Jesus as the serpent deceived Eve so you too have left the simplicity of Jesus check check this out I dare you I dare all of you to start preaching Jesus instead of your series. Now, I'm sure your series are awesome. Whatever. But preach a Jesus series or something. And you say, well, when do I change the channel? When you've preached all He is. That's going to take a really long time. A super long time. Lift your hands to heaven. Stretch your hands, everyone out in the crowd. This could impact millions of people, millions of people, this whole region, this whole region, this whole region. I want everyone back there praying in the Spirit over these people. If you come forward, I don't want you to pray in the Spirit. I just want you to receive. This is going to shift this region right here. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you for the fear of the Lord that's now gripping these leaders one by one, one by one, that the spirit of the fear of the Lord is gripping every leader here. To faithfully love Jesus. To faithfully give a people over to Jesus. To live a holy life in the presence of Jesus. To choose the presence of Jesus above the pressure and the lies of men. The lies of hell. Lord, raise up a faithful, a faithful, a faithful group of shepherds here. Wow. Wow. Do it, Lord. Yeah, you feel that. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Resting on every leader here. Deep, deep, deep. Grab them deeply. Grab them deeply. With the reality. With the reality of this mandate to love you. The reality of this mandate to be faithful. In the name of Jesus, heal the sick on Sunday morning in the face of every critic. In the name of Jesus, preach the gospel clearly and faithfully and in love with Jesus. In the name of Jesus, walk in the garden with the Lord and steward His presence in the house. Baptize them afresh right now. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at jesusimage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box nine five zero six four zero Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life. Everywhere.